This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1627. You have two choices, choose better men or treat men better. By Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome to ORD. My name is Greg Audino. I'm your host and narrator, and this time I'm going to be sharing a post with you from Evan Mark Katz, who has always been so generous with letting us read his work over the years. Now, while we usually focus on his Q&A segments, Today we have an article that he wrote, so let's hear his thoughts as we optimize your life. You have two choices, choose better men or treat men better, by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Paul is 41 years old, never married, but it's not obvious why. He's cute and boyish, he's charming and successful, he's fun to be around and is well-liked by strangers. Most importantly, Paul knows how to treat a woman. He's interested, he listens, and he is infinitely patient. Paul undoubtedly has good husband potential. Unfortunately, Paul's radar for picking women is a little off. He's constantly drawn to the holy trinity of youth, beauty, and intelligence. As a result, he tends to date 29-year-old women who are way into their careers, their friends, and themselves. His latest girlfriend is named Kim. Paul fell for Kim because she's so attractive and impressive, but Kim isn't fully reciprocating. They go out as a couple, they spend time together, they sleep together, and Paul loves every second of it. But he's not quite sure if Kim does. Yes, she is Paul's girlfriend, but she doesn't make him feel sexy, she doesn't make him feel needed, and doesn't make him feel safe. They fight too often, the silences are sometimes unbearable, The entire time they're together, Paul walks on eggshells, hoping that Kim doesn't break up with him. Until, predictably, she does. Paul couldn't have been a better boyfriend. He was always generous with money. He always understood when Kim needed alone time or needed to cancel a date because of work. And now she's gone. And Paul's not just sad, but angry. He did everything in his power to treat Kim right, and this is the thanks that he gets? In that moment, Paul concludes that he is done with this nonsense. The next time he meets a woman, he is not going to do any of that. No more calling consistently, no more paying for every dinner, no more putting up with the demands of her career. From now on, he's not giving anything to a woman until she proves she's worthy. Believe me, Paul doesn't want it to be this way. He just has no choice. He can't expend any more energy on unappreciative women for one second longer. He's done being a chump. Now, remember, Paul is a good guy, a great boyfriend. He's just been burned one too many times by a selfish woman. So he withdraws. He says he's done with dating. 
And if he does date, she's going to have to work very hard to prove she's worthy, because he's not going to give way the way that he did in the past with Kim. Imagine you're the next woman who meets Paul. He's attractive and intelligent, all right, but he's bruised. He wears it like a badge. He makes it really clear, whether he wants to or not, that he's not going to be taken advantage of by a woman ever again. How does this make you feel about Paul? Certainly Paul is entitled to his pain and frustration, but you are not the one who caused it. And now you have to pay the price because Kim was selfish to him? Chances are, you're not sticking around to wait for Paul to work out his pain. You're going to find a guy who is like the old Paul, the one who gives and listens and follows through and acts with integrity. The new damaged Paul is going to have to find a woman who is a bigger glutton for punishment than you are. Sadly, he's probably going to have to wait a while because most women don't want men who are testing them, who refuse to give, and who are inherently mistrustful of women. So, do you have anything in common with Paul? Have you been the giver in relationships and concluded that you are never going to be that way again? Has that been a successful plan? Are men flocking to the defensive, mistrustful, protective, selfish version of you? If so, it's in spite of how you're acting, not because of how you're acting. Clearly, there are men like Paul who will put up with all sorts of misbehavior from women. And there are women, maybe even you, who will put up with all sorts of misbehavior from men. The problem is, you're putting up with the wrong misbehavior. The reason I'm writing this blog post at all is because I was thinking about my wife the other day and how amazing she is to me. How she makes me watermelon and apple juice each morning with our fancy new juicer. How she encourages me to go out drinking with friends on a Tuesday night when she's still got work to do. How she laughs that I'm always surrounded by three women at every single party we attend together. And because she is this way, it makes me appreciative. So, in return, I'll take her job of making the bed, even though we've got way too many pillows for my liking. Or I will scour LA Weekly for food and wine festivals that she enjoys so much. Or I'll listen to her vent about her boss, even though it's pretty much the same exact conversation we've had for three years straight. To be clear, My wife sets the tone with her generosity and emotional understanding, and I do everything in my power to give back in return. That's what makes us work. So if you're hearing this and thinking that you're just like my wife, never complaining, never criticizing, always giving, and you're still taken advantage of by the men you date, that just means that you need to cut off those men quicker. It is not his fault for taking advantage of you. It is your fault for choosing him and staying with him the same as it's Paul's fault for perpetually choosing selfish women over givers. Thus, the complaint that you are a giver who attracts takers is a false one. If you dump all the men who are takers, guess what? They can't take anymore. It's undeniable. The way to bring the best out of your boyfriend is to be a giver. You can literally change the way he acts towards you by just being happier, more playful, more generous, and less judgmental towards him. The right guy will appreciate this and treat you better in return. The guy who doesn't appreciate this should be summarily dismissed. You just listened to the post titled, You Have Two Choices, Choose Better Men or Treat Men Better, by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. And thanks so much to Evan. A nice post for dating and finding partners, no doubt. Uh, but also a post that to me speaks a lot to the value of treating everyone with respect and dignity, regardless of how you've been treated. We often forget that we can do this in such a way that still allows us to maintain boundaries and even reject people from our lives if we want. Empathy and compassion for others can indeed 
coexist with the acknowledgement of the fact that they aren't people we would like to give our time to. And like Evan said, this is a great means of not letting our past hurts get the better of us. If we rely too much on others' treatments of us when considering how we would like to treat others, we're being completely reactive and not really generating relationships on our own terms, even though we might think we are. So something for us all to think about. I'll leave you to it as we wrap up another episode of ORD. Thank you so much for being here and listening till the end, everyone. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow for more, where your optimal life awaits.